Nobody out. Three and two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsay breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Landis Guy. He has done it again. Vaughn Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Dump two hands. Nikola Jokic. Save me by Grubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me. Take a good luck. You won't see it for long. Two run home run. Trevor Story. Lock. Ends on. Touchdown. Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery, our favorite brewery here at DNVR. And recently, I saw that they have Palisade Peach Light. I am so excited to get my hands on that. That sounds like the best summer drink um, besides Strawberry Sky, of course. I'm Allie Monroy, and I'm joined with the Susie Hunter, Brendan Vogt, Zach Stevens, and AJ Hazley. How's it going, guys? Hey, doing great. Uh, Susie came in hot with her energy and AJ was not ready. AJ was like, whoa, no. what is happening? My first day back at work after vacation. And the first thing that happened is I'm hearing about cold leader pants. And there's a lot of, there's just a lot of energy. And I'm like, I, I am a lot. I am a lot. We all know this. So I'm sorry you didn't get to ease into it. <laughs> oh, good. Zero to 100. It's the DNVR way. It really is. Uh, in today's edition of the Denver Sports Podcast, we are going to do a mailbag. We asked the DNVR Discord, which if you're not in the DNVR Discord, you can be if you join a mem- as a member uh, where you get a free shirt too, and then you get to be in the Discord. We asked a bunch of people some questions, and they delivered. There's some wild ones. There's some great ones. Um, there's some battles. Uh, and then I did go to Twitter to see if we could get a few more. Um, so I'm excited to read it. I'm going to give a warning. Some of the discord names I'm going to mess up and you're probably going to make fun of me and that's okay. But I'm just putting that out there now. Uh, are you guys ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's go. We'll start off with the first one. Lion Yeti asked, should other sports have something like the NBA summer league? Uh, where fringe prospects can fight for spots on the team in a slightly more relaxed setting. Hmm. So we'll start with you, AJ, with the NHL. Uh, we have one. Yeah. Yeah, that's how well they advertise it. So <laughs> uh, uh, it's it's a little different because the league doesn't like go to like one centralized location. All the teams kind of have to come up with their own little versions of it. But the Avs uh, have been involved with like a six or seven team prospect showcase for a number of years. And uh, like Bo and Byram and Alex Newhook were both at that thing last year. So uh, you're, you're talking about like real prospects do show up to it and they do use it as a jumping off point. Uh, So that, yeah, the NHL has one. It's just uh, some of them are a little more famous. The one in Traverse city is like the big example of, uh, like the, it's the most successful iteration of it, but there are, um, at, by, by at this point, I would venture that most teams in the NHL uh, are involved in 
some kind of some some kind of a prospect showcase. Yeah, it feels like really the only team that doesn't. And Susie, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the the NFL. The NFL doesn't have really something like this style, but the MLB does in a way with just the farm system in general. I mean, also the Arizona Fall League exists too, yeah. exactly, so yeah. like a little bit Ooh. of that off season stuff too. Um, but yeah, yeah, that exists in a in some capacity for MLB. Zach, would you like to see that in the NFL? The NFL tries. I, I shouldn't say the NFL is trying to do that, but other organizations are trying to do that by having, uh, you know, the CFL. Now we see XFL. Now we see these other companies that want to do this enough where then the NFL purchases them. And the NFL is like, nah, we're good. We've got college football doing it, us <laughs> doing it us for free. So we don't need to worry about that. I think it would be fun to see the NFL put their branding on it and then have it as a spring league. But the NFL just simply doesn't need to. And there's been so many opportunities for them to buy one of these leagues or the NFL could easily set up their own league. And really, college football is, is just the best product out there to be the developmental league. And so the NFL just doesn't have a reason for it. Summer League's kind of a unique product, too, for the NBA insofar as the spectacle and the event has outgrown the function of the event by a lot. You know, is Summer League particularly useful to these teams? They'd rather have it than not, but it's not its not a make-or-break part of your season. But there's been this sort of evolution from a hipster pocket, like that centralized location AJ was talking about, where everyone comes to one spot for the summer to do the same thing. And then it was kind of like a summer camp for writers and, and, and the real nerds and the real diehards. And now LeBron James is sitting courtside at this point. It's become, you know, like a, a big sports event in and of itself that almost has little to do with the basketball. Kind of reminds me of WWE in a way. Like the spectacle exists just because everyone keeps showing up and throwing yeah. their energy at it year after year. Yeah, Susie, you're never going to escape WWE references. I do that on, on purpose. The, the DMVR. Yeah, I, yeah, I, know I just didn't know I was supposed to care about wrestling getting hired here, and I resent you Very all important. for it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't, I don't care about it either. There's only oh. a, a select few, but they really love it. They're diehards. And die it hard. so happens to be a lot on the baseball side of things. Yeah, you guys are torturing me, torturing me. <laughs> vote was just in Vegas for Summer League. So vote, what was your favorite thing about your trip? Well, we did it different this year. We did all city. Um, we did an Airbnb. So in the past, we've stayed with each other. We've stayed on the strip. That's always an adventure. But having a home base with everyone, for me, I hadn't met the, the different basketball beats across all city. That was really, really cool. And... I want to be careful saying this because I know we're not really in any sort of post-COVID world, but there is that feeling I think is there just in terms of people, the way they approach events in terms of throwing their energy at it. Summer League felt closer to normal this year than it has in years past. And just, I think people really excited to to just be there doing the thing that they love so much with each other. Um, but the coolest part about Summer League is it's kind of like a field trip environment, you know, that day at school where like the teachers are more relaxed and it's like everyone kind of has their guard down. You'll you'll see all kinds of important people from around the league and they're in a bit more approachable than they would be kind of in their respective arenas and so on. All right. Next question we have. Sir James says, asks, what is everyone's best dating advice or tips? Because I clearly need all the help I can get. 
So oh my gosh. <laughs> We're going to start with you. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, look at the look at the expert panel they've assembled. The ex too. Yeah, Holy I'm smoke. clearly not the person who should be giving out dating advice because my dating life is terrible and non-existent. I will say, if you are on the apps, um, when you say hi to to the person that you're you're trying to match with, spell their name right. <coughs> it's usually, like right there for you. So, like, if you spell it wrong, and then they're like, hmm, "You spelled my name wrong," like, just be like. Okay, yeah, I suck. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's a big one. Pay attention. <laughs> Just pay attention. I feel like I see that a lot, even on job applications. You're like, hey, it's the little things. It's the little things that someone pays attention to. Literally right there. I'm like, if you can't look at the spelling of my name and like, I'm like, we don't have anything to build on from there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Zach, you are engaged to your wonderful girl or fiance of like, 12 years? Did I get it right? Yep, pretty, 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 pretty much. And so I can't even remember. I have no idea. Oh, and I pretty much stumbled on. into this. So, um, yeah, I, I would say this is actually the worst group to ask because <laughs> I think we, we all forgot ha, 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 what pickup lines and moves work the best. I'm sorry, Sir James. All right, AJ, anything? You got anything for Sir James? Yeah, AJ's absolutely. About to, you should uh, uh, get married here soon in the next few days, which is very exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It's going to be cool. Um, but no, I think the best advice is to be authentic. People yeah. don't people don't like when you pull smoke up their ass. It's not something that they're into. Um, and really, like, that's the one person you're not supposed to hide from anyway, right? Like, if you're trying to be in a real relationship, um, like, you, you should be real with them because that's the person that you're trying to make something real with. So why would you give them some fake watered down version of yourself? Just be who you are. Wow, and if that's, really sweet. If, that's, if that's, if that's not good enough for that person, then that's not the person for you. I can't believe I was well talking said. Wow. Wow. Oh, you got to follow that up. Good luck. Oh, just blind, irrational confidence. It's gotten me this far in 30 years. <laughs> Don't second guess yourself. You have no reason to be sorry. You know, they're either into it or they're not. And if they're not, it's the, it's their loss, baby. Be you, because yeah. you're great. Unless there you you're go. not great, then maybe tone it down a bit. But that's <laughs> I can't. How do you know, know, you know if you're great? Yeah. Um, I feel like you know if you're you know, yeah, you, you know yeah. it when you see it, you know? You tend to get feedback in the dating world. <laughs> yeah, you get a lot of feedback. For me, I think those two are really great, being yourself, uh, confidence. I also think just making people laugh, being silly, just, like, having a relax. Like, I think that brings out, even if it's corny, obviously, you all know who I'm dating with the puns and every but it's like it loosens oh, yeah. things up it's funny it like relaxes the whole situation and the puns and the jokes and everything are just it's fun just just be yourself that's the main thing that i've got and and, and, and actually something to to aj's point and, and ali's point as well uh is in high school didn't have the best luck ever my first three years in this scene uh and it was because i, I was just trying so hard and and then so my senior year i said i'm going to college <laughs> next year I am not going to worry about it. Stop forcing things. And then, boom, it, it hits me right there. I find Annika and, uh, and the rest <clears> of the history. So it really it is that. Just uh, j just be yourself. And don't try to force it, it, it too hard because it, it's going to happen. 
Yeah. That, one more thing to add for wow. sure. I feel like the, look at us. I feel like <laughs> what I've heard the most is like, you'll find something when you're least expecting it. And that's because you're focused on yourself and that you're happy and you love yourself and you're in a good place or you're trying and you're, you're doing those growth things for yourself. And then someone will find you that way. Um, I've seen that a lot. So I will follow up and say that's how it worked out for me because I was, I mean, when Z and I met, we were, I was, I mean, we're both in our thirties, you know, we both had had all kinds of failed relationships. And so it really, instead of looking at it as a bad thing, we both looked at it as uh, it prepared us to, to be ready for the one that came along. And we knew, we knew just to get out of our own way and to, to just let it work. Wow, the Avs win the cup, and now AJ's really sincere and sweet. And like, <laughs> we should have done this a long time ago. I think we just need to have a, a pod dedicated to it. Someone yeah. has been saying before DMVR dating, maybe, maybe it'll be in the works. Uh, all right, next question from Augustus Gloop. And we'll start with you, Zach, on this one. Ooh. What is your biggest concern you have with the team you cover moving forward? Ooh, the biggest concern I have about the Denver Broncos for the first time in half a decade. I can't say quarterback anymore, which is a blessing. I, w- I would say uh, it's the offensive line. It's about protecting that quarterback because that's one of the reasons why Russell Wilson wanted out of Seattle, why he uh, quote-unquote had some struggles when he was there, although he still wasn't struggling at all, was the offensive line. And when you have, regardless of if we're talking football, sports, uh, or just business or life, if you have a very important asset, your most important asset, you should do everything you can to protect him or her or it, whatever it may be. And that is Russell Wilson. And right now the Broncos officially no one starting offensive lineman going into training camp. It's a little scary having four spots yeah. open. So so that is something for this year that scares me and for the future moving forward that scares me. I think that's a really good one, especially because you're right. You just got to protect us. That's something he's so intense about. And when you think of the other pieces, at least on the offense, you feel pretty secure with your running back, your wide receivers and um, tight ends. You're kind of like, okay, where on the offense side of things do we need some more work on? Yeah, 100%. And this team is going to go through the offense now. So you don't really have to have that much pressure on the defense. Yeah. All right, Suze. How about you with the Rockies currently playing? What is the biggest concern you have for the team? Yeah, I think the biggest concern is the perception of the product on the field. Mm, it's great. we're a very competitive division, so it's tough for the Rockies to kind of keep up with that. And a lot of the fans who come to Coors Field aren't from Denver. They're fans of other teams. So I think that's a big concern, too. So I think it's tough for Denver fans to keep their interest in the Rockies. Uh, That's always my biggest concern. Yeah. All right. Kind of hard with you two as you have a you're just in the dead of the offseason. But vote. Let's start with you since the Avs got a little Okay, I want to see AJ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, AJ's going to have some stuff. My I biggest concern is how hard it is to go back to back. We feel so bad for you, AJ. For the Nuggets, it's health, but everyone knows that. I'll pick a different one. I'll say long-term commitment from ownership. Ownership mm-hmm. right now appears to be in a feeling themselves, win now mode across all properties. And that's awesome. So, can the Nuggets take advantage of that quick enough to convince the Cronkies this is worth their time and their money? Going into the tax in the NBA is one thing. 
how deep do you go? How long do you stay there? And the best way to convince your ownership to do that is to uh, reward that initial tax bill. So they got to get to the finals or flirt with the finals appearance this year. If they're healthy, that's the finals are the expectation. For sure. AJ? I mean, I guess I'm, I'm not allowed to say I'm not concerned about any. You can. You can. Uh, It'd be awesome. It is. You know, there's that uh, the, the post-championship glow is obviously still very fresh. But I would say my biggest concern right now is probably the instability at goaltender. Um, it's not common for teams to have sustained success in the NHL while they ride the carousel every couple of years. And that's the position that the Avs continue to put themselves in. They keep making the choices to do this. Yeah. So it's not like there's been bad luck. It's not like, oh, gee, you know, how did this happen to us again? They are actively choosing this. And I think there's a lot of uh, – there's there's plenty of wisdom in what they're doing, their, their approach. It's just one of the most volatile position in all of sports outside of, like, maybe relievers in baseball where on a year-to-year basis you have no idea what you're reliably getting and to do that at such an important position uh in in hot because i mean it, look if, if the abs are wrong next year about alexander gorkiev's ability to to be a starter that there's no defense of a cup run like you're talking about making the postseason so that that and they signed him to a three-year deal so basically they have to be right they have to be right about uh their approach and it's not that i don't think that they are or don't trust that they they could be just that it's a very very hard position to to find the the kind of talent that can rise to the level they're trying to play at do you agree with their decision to move on from kemper uh not really um it's i i get i get that a five-year commitment for a guy that's already 32 years old is too much and i'm fine with that part of it uh the answer that they went and found is certainly an interesting one and i see where they're coming from i see the appeal um and i trust like it i can't really sit here and criticize a front office that has made it a-plus moves for four or five years in a row now and be like, I know better than these guys. They've been killing it. Yeah. So they've earned that leeway uh, for me to not spend all summer dragging them on it. And if 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 they're wrong about it, uh, I won't need to say anything because everybody will know. So that's that's my only real long-term concern with the ads. They've got, they've got superstars in their prime and forward on defense. They've got young guys who are going to become superstars um it, it's just it they're set up for the kind of long-term success that everybody wishes they were and um, the only real question mark is what's going to happen at goaltender every year yep well if you believe the avs are going to win the stanley cup again guess where you can place odds on that and some money DraftKings sportsbook there America's you go operated sportsbook 
<laughs> votes got it. Go on DraftKings Sportsbook. You can bet on the Rockies. You can bet on some futures for the Broncos. Um, the Bron- DMVR Broncos crew, Zach included, have been talking all about um, some of the futures that they have set on Russell Wilson, uh, on Noah Fant, on Jerry Judy, and all that good stuff on the DMVR Broncos show. So definitely check that out. And again, yeah, you can vote on if you think Nikola Jokic will get MVP for the third straight year or if you think how the nuggets are going to go DraftKings sportsbook is the place for all of that good stuff uh download that DraftKings sportsbook app now and use the promo code dnvr make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars that's promo code dnvr only at DraftKings sportsbook minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details vote can you tell me a little bit about Avaca TV? Oh, I love Avaca TV. Well, people all over Colorado love Avaca TV because there's been a, a tiny little dispute at like the like the billionaire class level, <laughs> and so it's left some people hanging. But with the Avaca TV, uh, you can watch all your Colorado sports teams. You can watch us at DNVR because they've got a DNVR channel built in there. Yep. And uh, how do you get it, Allie? I don't have the read in front of me. You got to help me out on that. Avaca TV or Avaca.tv slash DNVR. Thanks, Zach. And there's a deal. So hold on. You use promo code DNVR. And you will get $10 off your first three months. That's only $15 per month. The first three months plus the receiver, no contract, no hidden fees. It's the way to go. Paying so much for all of these channels that you don't even like. Um, And you can't even watch your teams on. Just doesn't make sense. You can watch all of your favorite teams plus the DMVR crew. So it's just a no-brainer. Definitely check it out and use that promo code DNVR. All right, moving on to the next question here. Uh, Three Cola 2X MVP. That's my guy. (laughs) This one asks, this this one's an interesting one. If all the All-City teams get together and had an Anchorman newscaster-style battle to the death, who would come out on top? I love this. I know. I am... I have no doubt. I have no doubt that DNVR would win any battle because DNVR has the most people who grew up in Philadelphia. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a really good point. We fight different. I would say That's Jersey true. too, though. I think you're included. Oh yeah. In that. Yeah, I think I think that's true. Also, here's the thing: we did the All City Olympics at the house in Vegas. And DNVR won decidedly. And I just, I had to go around reminding everyone, we are the original. Like, don't get too comfortable. Congrats. Ooh. Welcome aboard. I'm glad it's going well. You'll, you are but a mere shadow of our perfect form. Is it, Brent, Brendan, is it, is this oh, something that you, like, right when you met them, you were shaking their hands, you're telling them, like, yeah. right at introduction, yeah, nice yeah, to putting meet them you. in their don't place? Don't you ever yeah. effing forget that we're the reason you exist. We are your I, daddies. That's oh, right. my God. I didn't say that to, to Lindsay. Just for, like, I'm very glad you didn't but, say that to her. Yeah. Um, I will always, especially more as I work with all of the markets more and more, it's it's like you have three siblings and I'm of three siblings, so I totally see it. DNVR is the oldest child, PHNX is the middle child, and uh, CHGO is the little baby um, that's like, oh, <laughs> and 
it just feels like it every time I talk to all of them. Love them all, but it is that like family dynamic where DMDR is like, oh, cool. You guys did this. Awesome. Good for you. PHNX is like, what the hell? Why didn't we get that? You know, is like, help. <laughs> I love them all, though. Um, but I do think everyone on this panel would say DNVR. AJ? Sure. 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 Would Not you very convincing. Like I mean, Susie's reasoning is pretty uh, pretty unimpeachable there. So. Thank you. Thank you. Can't I can't con, I can't uh, concoct a better argument than that. Do you just not want to argue with me because you're afraid to? <laughs> no, I just think you're right. Well, now I'm questioning if uh, we'll win if there's going to be some internal fighting going on oh. at DNVR before it even starts. No, so th I will say uh, PHNX has Frank Sanders. Yeah, the, PHNX has a few people, but Frank Sanders, former wide receiver um, for the Arizona Cardinals. So Ryan says that he thinks Blaze Hunter from DMVR could take Frank Sanders. So I'm just going to throw that in there. Let me know in the comments. Tweet at me right here in the YouTube comments what you think of that. Uh, hockey player versus NFL player. Okay, we're going to move on before things get too uh, crazy. Um, Comfy asks, what is a hobby that others at DMVR don't know you enjoy? It's a good question. Ooh. Hobbies. Question. I have a hobby. Okay, Suze? Um, I love thrifting. Um, before baseball season, I was flipping furniture. Um, and I like playing piano. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got, I'm a, a well-rounded young lady. Flip. I didn't know about flipping furniture, and I didn't know about piano. So that's mm -hmm. awesome. I am just a mystery. Vote flipping furniture means taking, like, thrifting old furniture or finding old furniture. And reselling it. And flipping it, yeah. So, like, Not just, like, turning it, it upside down. <laughs> no, Both, no, you like, like... flipping? What? You're like, I have a great idea for a couch. <laughs> what if I sit right. on it? The yeah. opposite way. She's just an no. Instagram influencer. Just changing the game. Real disruptor over here. You thought you knew what you could do with furniture? Have I got something else to show you. Yeah. <laughs> I tried just wow. flipping it over. Right. No, it's for you like redo it and refurbish it. And sure, then sure, either sure. use That's it for cool. yourself. Maybe you sell it. So yeah. that was something I was doing in the off season. Zach, what's a hobby we don't know about? Oh boy, probably that I have a Vespa scooter and uh, take take that around town. I could have guessed that though, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it, but AJ, what about you? I don't know. I'm a pretty open book. I talk about all my hobbies on our show all the time. I really don't. I really. I mean, the F1 thing surprised people, but now mm -hmm. that now that we talk about it all the time, I don't think it's really that big of a surprise. <clears throat> Uh, I guess one of my hobbies before we get to you vote is I like to like draw. I'm not like the best at it, but I do like to draw. Look, look at my little Bronco that I drew the other day. Oh, right. oh dang, that is impressive. So I do like to look at the, this one's kind of bad, but the wolf. No, that's really <laughs> good. Are you serious, Allie? It looks like what? it looks like pictures you pulled from uh, from yeah. an artist. <laughs> kind of does. Uh, vote. What about you? Uh, I'm a big board game guy. Um, I I, have, I live with my girlfriend, but we also have a third roommate who we're friends with. So it's a built-in board game group. And you probably wouldn't guess with my seeming attention span, but I'm super into it. And I love I love board games. That's awesome. All right. There's settlers of Catan guy over there. Oh yeah, but except that's like a little slap. basic of an answer. You know what I'm saying? Like no. I'm, I'm like a little 
like a layers past settlers but you're you're sophisticated is what you're saying yeah without yeah. saying it like yeah. dominion but like i know that's more of a deep cut so i'll we can move yeah. on all right hips cjp asks does colorado based lacrosse deserve more attention from the fans due to their success in the past 20 years mammoth pios outlaws i think we could all say yeah for sure yeah look at aj rock in the hat too for sure i mean they've been dominant so yeah i i I mean we we talk about how how colorado is is hockey hockey town or i guess denver is hockey town also you could you could make the case for lacrosse uh being lacrosse town in in this country for for like you said the past couple decades i wonder if the people know i used to play women's lacrosse in high school i wouldn't i didn't know that that's an unknown hobby were you good i got a concussion from my coach so that, your coach yeah oh, no. my coach we were at practice and my coach was a former d1 player and she was going to shoot on our goalie when we were like walking by it and she missed the goal <laughs> and hit me on the side of the head jesus no, no. Uh, it was rough it was the start of my concussions but yes i did play lacrosse but 100 uh i think it's a really cool sport for sure and lacrosse played you yes lacrosse did play me um <laughs> Okay, next question from Comfy. What team would you think would be fun to cover if it didn't have to be hockey, AJ? The Rockies. Oh. Yes, yes and that you're right, because they are a lot of fun to cover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, genuinely, I, actually, not really like Rockies, but I would prefer it would be more fun to cover one of the minor teams. Like the Yard Goats would be like my ideal. I would. That's what I would love to do. You are such a sports guy, man. <laughs> Next question from this is directed at you as well, AJ. <laughs> it's three questions in one. Um, <laughs> Meshi asks, will Ovi break Gretzky's goal record? Yes. Uh, which of Sackett's records will be broken? Uh, most of them. Oh. Should the Avs retire EJ's number after he's done playing? No. Oh, okay. Okay, we won't let we won't have you go into details. We'll let the people um, a little curious on your answers there. Uh, Colin Wilson comments: favorite short stint Denver athlete. So we'll start with you, vote. That's a hard one. Juancho and Hernan oh. Gomez. Oh, Hernan Gomez, not Hernan. Herd Nan Gomez. He's just a cruise missile now. I know. I know. Oh, that was a good. I thought that was a good movie. What did you think of that? I thought it was like a really like. It was cheesy and cute, but it's like it was just like what it should be. It was good. I was impressed. I was impressed. Shout out Wancho forever. Also Thomas Welsh, Facundo Composito. Not as popular these days, but. Got to stick together as time. That's I what know. happens when those guys actually play. They lose their popularity. That's right. Good. They are much. <laughs> they're end of the bench novelty items. I bet sure. you still. We still have some Argentinians who watch us from the Faku. I still get DM from the homies. I yeah. do. All right, Suze. What about you? I'm trying to think of some like short stint Rockies that were just like Chris Bryant wowing me. No, stop it. That's not funny. <laughs> He's, he's here for the long haul, Brendan. Well, yeah, but it's been a sh- like he's playing short stints at a time. But he that? is back now. Okay, oh my gosh! Right, right. For a short stint, she was We're about to, to jump out of the computer and if, just like hit you. If we Sorry. were in person, no. I may have assaulted you. Yeah, that's, fair. that's fair. 
Don't tell HR. Lot. Do not show them this broadcast. <laughs> um, remember Jonathan Lucroy? He was a great catcher. He was fun oh, to have yeah. around. Yeah, oh, remember him? I was thinking about him the other day, actually. That was a short stint. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, Zach. I mean, Brendan just pointed to the heavens, and I think for mine, I gotta be pointing oh. to the heavens. Timothy Tebow. I mean, <laughs> come on, what a fun stretch of Broncos ball. If you want to go for like, I mean, he won. He he won the AFC West. But if you want to go for like great great football players, uh, the name that pops into my mind right outside of Tim was uh, Brian Dawkins. Uh, his stretch here. When the Broncos signed him, it totally came out of left field. A Philadelphia yep. guy, uh, Allie. And I mean, just a great dude, but also just so fun what he brought to the field. Yeah, Brian Dawkins is a great one. AJ? Uh, I mean, I thought Eddie Kennison was pretty fun for the Broncos because mm-hmm. of all the drama that he brought. Yeah. Um, I thought Neil Smith was cool just because he was like John Elway's like, personal tormentor for years and then he switches teams and wins a super bowl in denver and you know it's fun to be on the right side of that uh i guess i have to give a hockey answer um but i guess i uh, most of the guys most of the short-term guys uh i don't think of very fondly because those teams didn't do anything but i really like jean sebastian jiguer's tenure in colorado it was real fun um he was at the end of his career. He was just their backup goalie back then, but he was very likable. And he, uh, he gave us the quote about too many guys, uh, too many guys in that locker room, more interested in their Vegas trip than finishing the season. Gives you a, a, an accurate portrayal of the culture that was in that room at the time. So, and AJ, I like that. I like that you went deep uh, on this one, but I think a lot of people, and especially casual fans, would, would think of uh, Ray Bork uh, as a guy yeah. with a short but very sweet stint. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> his, number, his number shouldn't be retired, but it gave us it gave us one of the iconic moments in sports history. So, right, right. what about someone on this current team, AJ, or that like in the last few years? Lecky, does Lekkinen have that kind of? Do people love him like that after? I know, and he just signed a five-year deal, so he's not—he's not, he's not yeah, going to be a short-term guy. Um, geez, you know, I think Cogliano would have been a great one yeah. until, until he decided to stay. We'll probably look back at the Darren Helm era very fondly. That's true. Um, because he didn't do anything, and then the postseason started, and he became Daddy Helm. Some goals. So. You know, some damage. Daddy, Daddy Helm. Of yeah. Course, the amount of times that that phrase has been used is three at this point, but that's too many. So, yeah. uh, I, I mean, it, look, if you're going to ask, if you're going to ask the hockey question, I mean, we use it all the time on our show. So, we got people in the co- mind of Maddie in the comments saying, Lucky for life. Um, oh. Lucky and Cog definitely became fan favorites, I feel like, in this postseason. Yeah. Um, led the Evs in game-winning goals in this postseason run. Wild. Like, it'll be my favorite, like, fun stat from this. All so. right. What is the worst food take at DNVR? So before we say this, I think we have to give a food take. Do we have to give our worst food take? Well... I mean, I have an unpopular food take that I know people don't like to hear. <clears throat> let's let's do at each of everyone's like what they think is like a controversial food take. Okay, all right, I'm into it. Sue, so, yeah. Go. Um, I 
think bacon is overrated. I think it's a food crutch. I think people put bacon on food to make it seem more interesting, and it's actually not. It's I think she's right. I, I love I bacon. I, there, yeah, I, I actually know a lot of people who either love bacon or feel that way about bacon. Um, and it's really funny, too, because we did a sunflower seed tasting earlier this week at our DNVR Home Run Derby, and one of them was bacon-flavored, and I couldn't, we were blindfolded, I didn't know what it was flavored. I was like, this one just tastes bad, and <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, I still don't like bacon. <laughs> uh, my food take, my, like, controversial food take is I think white, uh, white chocolate is trash. Hmm. I hate mm. it. Not a fan. It's just like, just. Is that a hot take? Regular chocolate is. That's a mild better. take. It's a it's mild, a mild take. take. Two peppers. Yeah. Out of okay. Five. Two peppers. Okay. I can. Uh, I can think of another one. Um. I mean, well, my 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 unpopular take is similar because I just I just think chocolate is bad. Yeah, no, that's, that's a, that's a bad yeah, take. That, that is a that's much a hotter take. Yeah. You take that and you you take that back and you get off this show. <laughs> okay. Chocolate. I don't get chips. I don't get the. I don't get chips. I think if I want a tasty snack, I can do better than chips. I think if I want to get like less hungry than I am, like chips are a weird route to that. You got to eat like 15 of them. Then you feel sick and they're all greasy. I don't, I don't, I don't get less hungry. And as far as taste, I can do better. So like, I don't, I feel like chips land in a no man's land for me. Like what, what's the, you don't point? like sandwich and sandwich and a chip and some chips. It's like yeah. salt, savory, a little crunch like, on the side. I don't need them if they're there, but there's better sides in the world. So you're not a texture eater. I texture. I don't mind. I just think chips are hollow. Like, yeah. you don't, I mean, I, I ask that because I say, cause there are people like me out there who have to have certain textures. Yeah. You need the and that's where that's where that's where chips are got yeah. All right. So I follow that logic. I follow well, that and, logic. And, and, and also Brendan, it, chips are just so easy. You know, it, it's like something that you just have as a quick snack or you 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 make a main and you want a quick snack so you throw them on there. Uh, as opposed to like, you know, there are better options out there. I agree, but none as easy as chips. Fair enough. You don't eat chips because you're hungry. You eat them because you want to eat and you want to fill the void. You eat them because they're there. They're Again, there. Me, that's I'm... a bad pitch for food. That's all. <laughs> for me, I'm like I need to have like salt and sweet, like like savor. Yeah, I love okay. the combination right. of right. things. So like even like chocolate and like something salty, like chocolate covered pretzels, like those are my favorite. Just like right. I need those too, um, compared to like the crunch necessarily that you were talking about, AJ. Uh, okay, Zach, your food take. Okay, so I think what wasn't the question who has the worst food take in the company? So yeah. I, I'm going to answer this, and it's a little bit different, and I'm going to go straight after my partner Ryan here. One of his, I don't, I, I guess it's a food take, uh, is that anytime someone says like, "Oh, I do this weird thing," right? Eat this weird thing. He instead of being like, um, "Oh man, that's so weird and gross. I can't believe you do that." He just says. Okay, yeah. If you like it, that's good. I, I'm happy. I'm happy for you. And so nothing can ever be weird for him. Or people will, you know, try to be like, "Oh my gosh, I had this crazy thing," and he's like, "Oh, I'm glad that that you enjoyed it." And it's just like, it's like this conversation killer. It's like he's he's too nice when it comes to this <laughs> because then people, you know, want to start a debate by throwing something at us. And he's like, "Oh, I, I'm happy for you. Good for you." I and they're just like so shot down by it. I will say. One thing that did get him to be like, hmm, was Chirsten Susell on uh, from PHNX. She enjoys ketchup with her rice. 
and he was like, hmm. Uh, so he didn't just shoot it down. He That one, he was definitely like, oh, okay. That is, that is bizarre. Yeah. See, and, and I think, see, for me, I, especially, um, you know, I, I, I'd want to be like, what are you doing? How did that add? That's so ridiculous. And, and yeah, Ryan's just like, okay, yeah, yeah, good for you. You know what? We can't trust Ryan's food opinions because this is the guy who likes Malort. That's what I'm saying. Sure. That's what I'm saying. That in itself is a terrible food taste. And that's how you know, like, Ryan will sit there and eat bad food and look you in the eyes and go, this is really good. I will say uh, this is a regular bit on our show. Um, everybody that comes onto the apps pod, we ask what their bad food take is. Oh. Um, and so we've heard some pretty horrific things over the year. Uh, nothing, nothing stopped time quite like the uh, uh, the guy who said that he puts olives in uh, in a bowl with mayonnaise. What? It just, it just, it just eats no. it. Um, also, the, he was messing with you. The intern, the intern who puts mustard on pizza. Bad call. Wow. Those okay. were the ones that stuck out to me after after the and obviously like Rudo putting mayo on his burritos was uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Do does anyone here enjoy mayo like on sandwiches and all, on yes. normal things? Yeah. Definitely. And I have so many people I know who yeah. are like mayo and Mayo's I'm like great. Mayo great. on sandwiches, mayo like with ketchup, like the secret sauce, yeah. all that's mm-hmm. good. Those people need to grow up, Alan. <laughs> they need to grow up. Uh, we've got PD Swag in the comments saying, do the olives one. What the heck? It stopped our show when it happened. We were like, you sent in a super chat to tell the world this. <laughs> he <laughs> volunteered money. that information. We need money to tell the world this. And it. Oh. Remains one of those things that just horrifies me. I sometimes wake up in a cold sweat thinking <laughs> somewhere in the world that guy might be eating that right now. Oh <laughs> my god. All right. Before we keep going, Zach, what do you love about Manscaped? Uh, oh, I love that Manscaped, especially. I mean, come on, now's the time to be mowing and uh, mowing Jeez. everywhere, outside, inside, down, under, and Manscaped is the oh, best tools for that. And not only, you know, mowing below the belt, you got to mow inside the nostrils as well, and they got the right tools for the family jewels and the nose hair, everything. And you can get that all at Manscaped, where it really is the best products out there. No nicks. They have advanced skin-safe technology. They have a light. So shines where the sun don't shine uh, in case you need that help. So you got to check out everything that Manscaped's got going on. And the code is DNVR. Is that right? Yes, DMVR for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. And I actually do. I've seen on Twitter. I've seen a few of our members talk about how women use Manscaped too. So definitely check it out. No um, reason not to. Yeah. There's literally no reason for a woman not to use Manscaped. It's the same. It's, it works <laughs> and it's the, it has the same Less goal. Less nicks again, again yeah. uh, which is something big. And I know that they just came out with a deodorant and their shampoo and conditioner and their body wash. Everyone loves those. It smells really good. So definitely check that out. Use the promo code DNVR. I used their little, uh, I just had their, just got back from vacation. I used their little travel bag. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, travel, travel bag, bag is nice. It's so, oh my god, it's so. I'm, cool. I'm using it. I'm going to Chicago today. Not going to drink Malort, but I am going to bring my bag. You should go man. see, go see, say hi to Matt Peck and Big Dave. Oh, I'm going to. I don't think they're very. Go eager. with them and prove your dominance. 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, okay, next question. We want to know everyone's feelings on a potential. This was Bucket since '88 asked. We want to know everyone's feelings on a potential new Broncos stadium with the roof first, the current beautiful stadium that is open air and not that old. I feel like this is a very pointed question. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, one, one of the things, one of my favorite Broncos games that we don't get that often, but is a snow game, is a weather game. I think that is just Denver football right there. So there's probably going to be a new stadium and it's probably going to have a roof and that roof will be closed on snowy days. And, and I don't like that. Uh, I would really, I really like snow games in the mile high and we, we rarely get them. So I agree with you. I, I wish that, that we would still get the elements, but you know what? The elements keep away the Super Bowl. The elements keep away concerts coming uh, during January, February, and March. And uh, Rob Walton wants to bring those things to Denver because that means a lot of cash coming his way. So I've accepted that a new stadium is going to be built out by DIA. It's going to have a roof. It's going to be fancy. Mm. But it's it's also going to be a little muted in terms of embracing Denver. Yeah, obviously I don't – I I – I think the idea of a dome is cool, but I would want it on the current location. Mm. Um, I think bringing the stadium that far out is just a mistake. Obviously, people will still go, um, and I understand why they're doing it, but it's just it's so nice to have the city just or the stadium a part of the city um, and just right there for people to go, go back and then feed the economy, go to bars after the game and hang out. And just, you go to Denver and you see those stadiums is probably one of my favorite things. Um, so I'm against it, but I don't, I'm not against the dome, but I just don't want the stadium to move. Yeah. I don't like the idea of stadiums in general, like all the sports teams being so far away from each other. I like keeping them a little more central, closer to downtown. So people can go out afterwards. The economy benefits from that. People get to have a good time. People aren't trying to drive home after games. Yeah. I think that's a huge that's a one huge too. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's just trying to get over there. Cause you're tailgating, you're hanging out, like tailgating won't, change much like it might even get better being out there but then the driving home afterwards is for sure a nerve-wracking and denver has this yep. setup arguably as well as anyone across the country to have you've got the rockies the nuggets are essentially downtown the broncos are right there as close as you're going to see a stadium to really being central and i don't know if any city can really compete with that and i also think at a time when Denver is so malleable, and I think the something that's very important to us at DMVR, the soul of Denver, as it welcomes more people, says says goodbye to more natives as it continues to change, that is something that has to be fought to preserve. And yeah. and I think when you, I think one of the, this is one of the primary functions that sports serve outside of just keeping us busy at night and putting a smile on our faces at home. In terms of connection to the community, an increasingly difficult thing to, to achieve and obtain, sports to me are the best conduit for that. And so to leave leave the teams downtown, like let the Denver experience be built around these teams, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. Okay, we got to do a little speed round here for these next few questions. Um, Calzone the Simp asks, I have the real question. What are the feelings on banana peppers, on things like sandwiches, pizza, etc.? Forum. I like sandwiches. peppers on sandwiches. Sandwiches, yes. Pizza, no. Zach? 
banana peppers is probably the best thing you can put on pizza or sandwiches. So hundred <laughs> percent. AJ, throw it in the trash. Oh, wow. okay. Finally, okay. a hot take from AJ. Next Fine. question: um, Rye Bread asks, "What is one addition to the game you follow that you know will never happen, but you would enjoy and like to see?" That might be a good TDSP topic on its own. So maybe we'll do a little tease there and just give me your quick answers. Uh, okay, Suze. I got one right off the bat. Home run derby for tiebreakers in regular season games. That would be fun as heck. I don't think it'll ever happen. <laughs> that would be fun. All right, AJ. Uh, kind of like the designated hitter in baseball. I think you should, I think teams should be allowed to have a designated shootout guy. Okay, Zach. Mm. I would say I love college football overtime rules. I would love yes. that in the NFL, and it's never happening. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's frustrating. Vote. Penalty box. Oh. oh. Every, every sport should have a penalty box. It's my favorite system. Okay. Next question we have is from Lindsay. DeB God, you could you imagine? I know. Raymond Green trying to go into the trying to get that dude into a penalty box. I know. And then you, the camera of him just losing his GD mind for two and a half minutes. <laughs> the incredible theater. Yeah. Favorite Trevor Simeon memory, Zach? Oh, man. Every single one. He's just the <laughs> absolute best. I love me some Trevor Simeon. 13 and 11 record. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I see when I picture him. <laughs> All right, AJ, you're rolling your eyes down there. So uh, My favorite memory of the Trevor Simeon era is when it ended. Oh. Man, why you gotta okay. do me like I'll, that? I'll end like that there. <laughs> um, Lindsay Spano asking, what are the first four things you do early every morning without fail? Brennan Vote, you responded to her, so I'll have you start. Yeah, uh, Manscaped, Athletic Greens. Um, I w not Breck Brew. That's not the morning. That's at <laughs> night. Um, what, what else do we got? Green you, Mountain you watch, Group every you, morning. And you watch American Raptors. I watch American Actors, and I yeah. use my Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group. There we go. There we go. Um, does anyone have what they do immediately off the bat? Suze. I do. I, do. I, I drink water, and then I drink green tea, and then I drink athletic greens, and then I wow. go to the bathroom. There's yeah. a lot. <laughs> I mean, well, that's a lot of liquid there. Of course, uh, you go to the bathroom after you do all that drinking. Yeah. <laughs> you, um, have, you know what? You're so dehydrated when you wake up. That is the best way to wake up. I wash my face, I do my skincare, I drink coffee, um, and I check Slack. Uh, <laughs> Zach? The checking of the phone is a big thing. Like, yeah. What could I miss while yeah. lying unconscious for the last eight hours? Yep, a hundred percent. So checking the phones, obviously one, and then two every single morning as I chug eighteen ounces of water. Holy yes, it gets me up. I, I agree with you, Susie. Thank you. Okay. I am going to have to save two of these questions. Um, oh, okay. We'll do two real quick, and then the last one I'll just save. How do you feel to lose to Brendan in the home run derby? Susan, I think you're the only one who can answer that. Terrible, because he was freaking barefoot doing it. So, yeah, I felt pretty bad about myself. Um, but I'm looking forward to a rematch at some point. All right, we've got the last question from Ryan RB. For someone that has recently started their own show, what's some advice? Don't know if it will go far, but giving it my best shot at it. I got I, you. I got you. Okay. Just keep doing it. Yeah. And I know that sounds – that's the advice I've gotten from people in positions that I want to be in. 
like particularly these types of endeavors, whether it's creative or not. <coughs> Obviously, there's some networking and luck and, and, and the opportunity aspects will come down the line. But what's the cliche? It's 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 hard work meets meets opportunity. You just take care of the hard work part. If you want to be a writer, just start writing. If it doesn't go out to anyone, that's fine. If it goes out to just your, your mother and your father, that's fine. Um, if a company gives you an opportunity, take it, but you just keep doing it and, and you, you can sit there and think, how does this start? How do I get started for the rest of your life? But what you have control over right now, and it sounds like you've already done it by starting this show is just doing the thing. Yeah. So, that's what I would have said. Consistency a hundred percent. Just keep recording. Even if you feel like it's not going or your views or your listeners aren't going up, just keep doing it. The more practice, the better, um, the more experience and you can get some more guests and it just, just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and consistency, Ali. I, th- I think that's the word. And obviously here at DNVR, we, we typically do our shows five days a week. You don't have to do a show five days a week, but we'll do it once a week and commit to that. Don't miss weeks. Once a month, what, whatever it is. And then also try to release it on the same day at, at the same mm-hmm. time, what, whatever it is, so that your, your audience gets into a routine and then that builds and then they're in a routine. So they're going to tell other people about it because it's something that they do. Uh, so from a production standpoint, standpoint i would really recommend that and then just just being fun i mean most podcasts are about entertainment in some fashion uh and so have energy be be fun with it uh unless it's you know a small podcast that that doesn't need that that sort of energy but people are tuning in to to hear what you have to say and also for for entertainment yeah, I would say be yourself, just like with the dating advice that we gave earlier, and <laughs> we'll full circle and wrap it up there. But just be yourself. People are going to listen to it because they want to hear you talk about a subject. So be authentic. Don't try to be anyone you're not. Um, and people will listen because they like you, especially on topics like sports that we've learned. Like you can go to listen to sports from thousands of people but you listen to the people that you enjoy and you like and that you could see yourself go grab a beer with most of the time or grab coffee with so definitely just be yourself on all of that stuff but all right we are wrapping up thank you to everyone who listened to the show leave a review i'll read your reviews on the next show that i'm at um miss you guys obviously i used to do these lot more but we've got a fun rotating cast next week should be a great one so we will see you then thanks guys welcome to another round of boardroom or miro board Today we talk retrospectives with Agile coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online, at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast, so you turn all those retro notes into JIRA tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.